Welcome to season three of the You Belong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong Podcast. I'm your host, Brayden Benvenuti. And as you can see, if you're watching this episode, we got Lance Hamby in the studio with us. We're not in a studio. You don't know. I like saying it. You don't know if it's stu- studio. <laughs> studio. <laughs> my hat just hit For the those microphone. of you... What happened? Nothing. My hat just hit oh. the microphone like that. <laughs> For oh. those of you not watching this episode, but you're just listening, mm-hmm. you know Lance Hamby. If you don't, this is Lance Hamby. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm me. Uh, but we got the video episode today. I always love this because the setup is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a camera, so it adds a little like mm-hmm. pressure almost, I think. Yeah. That was a very dramatic. Hmm. That is true. <laughs> I'm not a dramatic person. What? <laughs> Lance I'm is not, not dramatic. A dramatic. I'm not dramatic in the areas where most people are dramatic in. I'm dramatic mm. as in I'm goofy. Interesting. Yeah. It's true. I'd say you're also dramatic in very, very many ways. What? I don't know. What was that, being dramatic to what no. I just said? <laughs> I was appalled. For those of you listening or watching, mm. and you know Lance Hamby, say why. What is he extra about? Okay, no. In the comments, no, this, this when we bad. post about no, this, this can on be Instagram, no. what is he no, extra don't do about? That. No. I'm guessing there's going to be at least three people <laughs> that will comment this. Don't let me down. Whenever we post this episode on Instagram, like promoting it, mm-hmm. and then you listen to it and you hear this, go comment what Lance is extra about. Mm. If you don't know him, just guess. What I don't if think we it'd get be that like hard. a boatload of people. That'd be so cool. That All would like be four. That would be cool, but I think I'd be mortified. I'm not going to read these comments. You'll see them. I mean, I'm going to have, you have to read no chance. Comments. Yeah, or no choice, no chance. That oh, is well. true. In other news, I got an Apple Watch. Super excited about Congrats. it. Congrats. Wow. <laughs> Listen, this is my first time having an Apple Watch. Never had one. They've been out for a long time. That I've is never true. Had one now. And now I this have was one. my first it's really one. Really cool. And guess what? I set my goals. Mm. And yesterday was the first day like I had worn it. And I set to burn a thousand calories. What? And that was, I think, a little bit more than I thought yeah. normal would be or would That's be not really attainable. Realistic. Um, but did you like you wasn't you weren't exercising or anything? You're not just gonna burn a thousand I did a calories bit. doing nothing. Well, I did have um, uh, practice and rehearsal for the live action fight scene we're gonna do for <laughs> God of the Box you're Office. Burn it that was not just from that, but over the course of the day. Like I did push ups yeah. throughout the day as well. But I ended up after youth service, um, I ran around our gym, like on the track, like five laps. <laughs> Because I thought that helped burn extra. Are you going to start running with me? Maybe. Don't, I have don't other get... news. I have other news. Hold on. Okay. Um, but so then I set it to thirty minutes okay. for um, exercise, and then six hours of standing. 
somehow yeah, six hours somehow sitting. crushed the six hours of standing. I think it was because we had multiple youth services with MIL and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's not really that hard to um, stand. For so crush that, crush the exercise with like forty five minutes. Um, technically, like with playing basketball at youth, and then the the rehearsal for fighting or whatever. All that did that, but I only burned six hundred and fifty calories. Mm-hmm. So I was disappointed. So I might need to change that. Yep. Um, so I almost did it, but then I'm well on my way to like I might I'm I'm gonna have a lot of steps today, I feel like, because I was yeah. up very late last night and I had it on and I was walking around my apartment, I was cleaning and stuff, and so I'm already at like seven thousand steps for the day. Wow. <laughs> and it's nine AM. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty wild. I'd say like, my goals are, I don't even know. Wait, hang on a second. Let me look right here. Yeah, mine, mine is set to my daily move goal mm-hmm. is 700 calories. Okay. Exercise goal is 70 minutes. Oh, wow. Stand goal is six hours. I think that's probably six to 700, probably a good calorie burning goal. Might yeah. need to change that one. So another news, um, Got invited uh, to run a 5K That's with someone, right. and I said yes. You said yes. I'm running a 5K. I'm doing it too. Oh, really? Yes. Sweet. So, yes, I need to start running to train for it because I've never ran a 5K. I'm I've ran a lot in my life playing basketball, doing yeah. all that, and so like naturally I can like run and be okay. I'll still be tired, but like a 5K is I think three point. Three mm-hmm. miles, and I just got to That's the point tough. where I can run a mile and a half without stopping. That's good. Now it depends on Almost the half. elevation of the place that we oh, are running. If it's very hilly, Hopefully I probably not. will not even make it a quarter of a mile. <laughs> But we will see. And then you'll have to walk. Uh, but yeah, so I'll start uh, running for that because okay. it's the end of August, I believe. Ooh. Um, so we have, have like start. a month. Um, Going to get a little training in. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. I don't like running just to run. I like uh, running. But running with a couple of friends in a race would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Make a little competition too. Yep. Um, so excited for that. But that's the news. Apple Watch. I'm getting more exercise in. Healthy. <laughs> healthy. Healthy. Healthy, healthy, healthy. Hefty, you know what hefty, else is hefty. healthy? What? Having a relationship with God. I hated that transition. <laughs> <laughs> what a transition. I quit. Dude, we no, still, okay. I need to get the buttons with like the different reactions. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like iCarly. It's amazing. Random, Random dancing. We both thought of that. That's crazy. That is true. Oh, uh, but for real. Yeah. Sorry, were you going to say something? Not no, for real? I was not. Let's talk about But for real, the relationship Lord. with God yeah. is healthy. I know that was a very corny, mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to be funny, transition. Yeah. Um, but today we're talking about what does it actually look like to have a relationship with God? What does it actually look like? That's, I mean, who knows? I'm asking you. I don't know. Oh, I'm gosh. just kidding. I do know. <laughs> That's why I'm on here. Mm. Um, I don't know everything. Please don't. Yeah. I don't know everything. Mm-mm. Nobody think I do. Um, mm. Don't claim to. But- um, from what I've found out and what I've learned and, and grown in having a relationship with God, I feel like, you know, we have some stuff that we can we can share. But yep. um, why I want to talk about this is just because I think for people maybe who are new to the faith, um, maybe they, they just haven't been a Christian for long. Maybe people are listening who aren't a Christian or they're on the fence or whatever it is. Or maybe it's somebody that's been a Christian for a while and they're still struggling figuring out what it looks like for them. Um, I think a lot of terms in the Christian world are, are thrown around a lot. And sometimes they're never like explained or mm-hmm. even like like just given more detail or really just given uh, practicality to it. Is that a mm-hmm. word? Practicality? I feel mm-hmm. like it is. Um, to what that looks like. I feel like we assume 
a lot that people already know what these words mean yeah. when like maybe they have an idea, but do they really know what that looks like day to day? And so, uh, I mean, we can just jump into this. A couple of the terms, you know, that are, I feel like even people who aren't Christians know are quiet time, mm-hmm. devotional, mm-hmm. prayer life. Mm-hmm. You got, you, can you think of anything else off the top of your head? Um, those are uh, kind of the three, the two really yeah. are quiet time, devotional or devotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then prayer, prayer life. I mean, mm-hmm. those are, I mean, not like complicated, but um, those are kind of terms I feel like that are thrown around and not necessarily always given parameters to like what that really looks like. Right. Um, also like time with God, yeah. spending time with God, just that that kind of idea. Alone time. What? Alone, Alone time. Alone time with God, yeah. Um, so just want to kind of talk about that a little bit, hear your thoughts about it, mm-hmm. Try hopefully to give some just practicality like i said to what those look like day to day with mm-hmm. our relationship with god and so um quiet time what is that i mean really if you just break it down quiet yeah. you're not talking time so it's just a time like <laughs> it's just a time in in your day like where you you're still be quiet yeah. and like maybe that's just you're literally doing nothing and you're just sitting trying to listen to the lord like, cause mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're always, we get busy, maybe like we're praying a lot and we're talking, but we never allow mm-hmm. God to give us the space to like, or allow, we never give God the space, <laughs> never give God you the space it. to, to maybe speak to us. We mm-hmm. never really let that happen maybe. Cause I think if we're always talking, we're always doing something and we don't slow down to hear that, that won't happen. And so, mm-hmm. um, quiet time means a lot of different things for a lot of different people. It can look different. Um, for everyone, like I think, like it, it just is really how you kind of go about your relationship with God. Everyone's relationship mm-hmm. is different. When you think about people that have relationships with people, whether it's like friends, family, dating, whatever it is, and you're spending time with them, like it looks different for everybody of how they spend time mm-hmm. with those people. And I think that kind of relates with everybody's relationship with God. Yeah. It doesn't look the same, and so quiet time could. It's just you're you're taking a portion of time out of your day to like stop right everything you're doing quiet your mind um and, and maybe that it's reading the word mm-hmm. it's, it's praying listening to worship music um or it's just sitting you could be outside just like experience what god has created maybe you take a walk like it's just an intentional time to where you're quieting everything else about your life and focusing on god mm-hmm. and so there's you can, like I said, you can be reading your Bible. You don't have to be quiet and just not do anything, but mm-hmm. it can be a, a series of different things. Read your Bible for a few minutes, sit there and do nothing. I think it's very hard to sit and do nothing. Yeah. Like, and be quiet, not because you always want to like click, put on worship music mm-hmm. or, or, or be praying. Like it's tough to just sit there. Sometimes worship music for me weird. is a little distracting. Yeah, especially when I'm like, yeah, especially like when I'm trying to like really focus and mm-hmm. really read and stuff. I, I get a little bit distracted when it sometimes. Comes, yeah, I feel like we've become too dependent on worship music. Oh, don't get me started on that. That's I feel like a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. That's um, a very interesting that we podcast. Can talk about because uh, it's just we just depend on that for almost like God's presence, where yeah. I think you know it's there, but it's not needed. Uh, we'll talk about that another time. But yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very difficult for us just. I don't want to say our generation. I think it's always been the case. It's oh, difficult yeah, to sure. be quiet, yeah. to be still, um, but it's important. Jesus did it. You know, he went days in yeah. in the wilderness away from what was going on. He stepped away from doing ministry to mm-hmm. other people, stepped away from his disciples, mm-hmm. and put himself alone to be quiet, 
to listen to the Lord mm-hmm. for days in mm-hmm. a row. And, um, and so we're just, I, I think it, we can't even do it sometimes mm-hmm. for a few minutes every day. And, yeah. uh, it's just important because you'll get, you'll get caught up in your routine of busyness of what you got going on and everything. And so quiet time, it's important to have that portion of whatever that looks like to just still kind of your, pause your life almost yeah i think why it's probably hard for people to achieve that in their life is if i'm being honest i hate the term quiet time Mm. i think it's dumb yeah because i'm not gonna go have quiet time with my friend brayden that's true i'm just gonna go hang out with brayden yeah so we've forgotten the simplicity Mm -hmm. of what it means to just be with god yeah we've forgotten that it doesn't have to be this overly formal thing that we do mm-hmm. this ritual that we do where we're just sitting and we're like hands on our lap and we're just like lord speak to us <laughs> yeah like nah dude just hang out hang out with your heavenly father yeah. hang out with your friend he's Make all of weird. these things in in one mm-hmm. that's the beauty of our god is that he he is all of these things and so like i'm not gonna be like i'm not gonna like be opposed if people are like i'm gonna have quiet time with god that's cool or whatever i'm not saying that you're not doing it right or whatever but i'm just saying like don't forget the simplicity of what it means to just hang out with god probably why it takes you why it's such a struggle for you if it is to be able to have that quote-unquote quiet time with god is because Mm -hmm. you're trying to ritualize it yeah and god Mm -hmm. is not a ritual yeah he's a person yeah what's interesting though is you said like i'm not gonna have quiet time you know with your friend Braden or Mm -hmm. with me or whatever but what's funny is sometimes we kind of end up doing that like if you if you hang out with friends like some people can't do it me and you can yeah that we can just like literally we'll just sit there apartment we're sitting on the couch (laughs) we're both just on our phone or we're both just chilling and like we don't have to be in constant conversation to like Mm -hmm. enjoy hanging out like it's just like this is cool just we're in the same room we're just hanging mm-hmm. out like show each other a funny video like it's just mm-hmm. it's easy it's not awkward it's not but it's quiet like we're just mm-hmm. in i don't want to make it weird we're in each other's presence like that's yeah. just what it is yeah. and so that's kind of what i think about like being quiet like it's just like invite god in in your room invite god yeah. in your house apartment whatever it is and just like you can just sit there and like yeah. don't make it weird like you're saying and um but that just was a a correlation i thought of is like sometimes with friends like you don't talk and you're just sitting in each other's presence and that's what's needed and that's mm-hmm. what's like good for some people yeah um but yeah i think quiet time it's like a funny term sometimes whenever someone's mm-hmm. like oh, i'm gonna do my quiet time and i'm like you could like just say i'm going to read yeah. my bible or i'm going yeah. to like hear like i don't know be yeah. specific about it and say what you're doing quiet time is like you meditating you like what are you doing like i mean it could mean yeah. a lot of different things so it is weird i see that and it is we do need to be careful to not make it more about like the quiet time or like doing yeah. that but it's about like it's about god it's about well, also relationship with him. i'm gonna call some people out mm. i'm gonna call myself out too because i used to do this mm-hmm. are you doing it for clout mm. like are you like overly telling people that you are going to spend yeah. your quiet time with the lord <laughs> Just for so the clout know. and yeah. validation that you're getting from mm-hmm. people because if so then i'd venture to say that maybe god's not even present mm. because god does not like pride yeah and i think that we need to examine our hearts and stuff so you know not trying to you know be harsh or anything but like examine yourself examine yeah. your heart examine your motives like i don't have to tell people i'm going to have my quiet time mm-hmm. with the lord like only person i need to tell that to is the Lord, like, yo, bro, let's hang out. Yeah, let's hang out for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna sit in your presence. I'm gonna listen to worship music. I'm gonna read the Bible a little bit. I'm just gonna sit and let you 
let you speak to my heart mm -hmm. let you give me a fresh revelation of something or whatever mm -hmm. um but i want to be careful that i don't have the incorrect motives behind my time with the lord because mm -hmm. that can in turn create this validation and clout that you now seek from people mm -hmm. as if like they're the ones that approve your quiet time with the lord is valid mm. yeah then that, that ain't that ain't mm -hmm. good yeah we can't do that yeah that's good um so quiet time that's what that is similar term so like similar things we're going to talk about here uh, but devotions mm -hmm. devotional time another phrase that people use that christians use about reading their bible whatever spending time with god um what's that about devotions like i mean i think if you were to say that to somebody that doesn't know god or hasn't been a christian doesn't go to church they'd be like what do you mean devotion time and it's like I understand why they wouldn't get that. And so <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes like we just assume like youth ministry, like mm -hmm. with sixth graders maybe that are coming in, like they maybe have never heard that term. Mm -hmm. And we just assume they do because they're coming to church um, and they might not. And so it's, that's just a phrase that I feel like has been just, that just has been labeled on, mm -hmm. you know, spending time with God, but devotion, what does devotion mean? I think it can mean a variety of things. I mean, it's it's very similar to quiet time. I mean, you can probably consider your quiet time as part of your devotional time. For sure. Like, where um, does that come from, though? Like, devote like the word devotion. What is devotion? Is just like you're continuing like every day to yeah. be with that. Like you are. Right. Your focus is on that. Like you're going mm -hmm. to basically like um, you're not going to give up. I, I'm trying to think of the like the word I'm looking for. It's just like. I want to say you're devoted. I'm like, I can't use, I can't use the word <laughs> to define it. Yeah. Um, but like you're committed. Yeah. Basically. Committed. Like it's committed to doing that every day. Like if you're devoted to becoming the best guitar player, you're mm -hmm. devoted to becoming the best, I don't know, worker in your workplace, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, that means like you're committed, like you're going to spend time every day to attain that goal. Essentially so, what it means is like, it's a form of study. Yeah. So like mm -hmm. if I'm devoted to, to learn how to play guitar, well, I have to study mm -hmm. how to play guitar before yeah. I can actually play guitar. Yeah. I'm devoted to my time with the Lord so that I can study God's word mm -hmm. and that I can understand it in a fresh new way, or I can understand something that I once thought was true, but actually the word reveals something else in it. And I wasn't, I was only reading the surface and I wasn't reading below, mm -hmm. which I think if above anything, your devotion time to the Lord should be one of the highest priorities on your list is mm -hmm. because there's a lot of times that we, because we are human, can get things wrong. And if we don't allow God's word to illuminate our pride and mm -hmm. our in the sin in our life, we will oftentimes look at scripture with a very surface level, surface value look and mm -hmm. get the whole thing wrong yeah. and get it mixed up. So it's important that you commit and devote this time set aside for the Lord that God, I'm intentionally studying your word mm -hmm. so that I can better understand you. Yeah, that's so good. And so with quiet time, with devotion time, I think reading the Bible is very important. Mm -hmm. Like I think if you always are just gonna sit there and be like, Lord, speak to me. Well. He's going to speak to you through his word. Through his word, And yeah. so you got to be reading the Bible in those moments. Of, like the easiest way to spend time with God is to read the Bible. Like mm -hmm. that's where it's living and breathing. Like it's all his words. So mm -hmm. That's what is said. And like there's a lot to be to be learned. There's a lot to be heard in the Bible because that's where the Lord speaks. And so mm -hmm. I want to read a scripture. Yep. Uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4 says, But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a, a great picture of what 
it looks like practically. Mm-hmm. Because if you look, if you think about how often do we eat, mm-hmm. some people, many, many, many times, mm-hmm. um, you know, traditionally it's like three times breakfast, lunch, mm-hmm. and dinner. And so that's like three times throughout the day where you need food to like sustain your living. Right. Like if you were to eat one meal a day, you probably wouldn't have as much energy. You're burning those calories quicker and like mm-hmm. it's, then you have nothing else to burn. Um, and so like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, even two meals, I feel like maybe it's been society has put that on us to maybe spend more money on food, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Who knows? Maybe we only need one meal a day. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, you know, traditionally we eat three meals a day. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of time spent eating mm-hmm. to survive. And he's relating this like Christians, we don't live by just bread alone. Mm-hmm. Like we got to live, like it says, every word that comes from God, mm-hmm. from the mouth of God. Well, essentially what he's saying here is that you you perceive that your life is based off of what you feed it mm-hmm. as far as nourishment. Yeah. When he's saying, no, what sustained your, what sustains your life is the Lord. Because mm-hmm. the Lord says whether you get another breath yeah. or not, mm-hmm. not your next meal. Yeah. It's the it's the, the Lord that mm-hmm. says, hey, you get to live another day. Mm-hmm. So he's not saying, you know, don't eat. He's just saying, understand and reshift your focus that the only reason why you're here is because the Lord ordained for you to be here, mm-hmm. not because of your nourishment of what you think that you feed yourself. Yeah, yeah definitely keep eating. For yeah, sure. yeah, for sure, keep <laughs> but eating. But it's like, as a as a believer, as a Christian, a Christ follower, like it's not just by bread mm-hmm. alone. Like we got to live by the by mm-hmm. the word because it's like if you if you don't feed yourself, you know what happens? You're gonna get super mm-hmm. hungry. You're gonna get weak. Think about how long you've gone without feeding your spirit, like. Mm-hmm without spending time with God, without reading the Bible, all that. Think about how long you've gone with that. Now think about if you went that long without food, Mm -hmm. what would you feel like? It'd be terrible. Mm -hmm. And so that's what your spirit's like. That's why you react so terribly so quick to certain situations. That's why you can't break that addiction. That's why you can't uh, break that sin pattern. That's why you can't get out of um, whatever it is. Like Mm -hmm. That's why there's so much, I think, trouble happening Like sometimes in people's life when it comes to a relationship with God is because like, you're starving your spirit. Right. And I don't want that to sound, you know, spiritual. It's like you're literally just not, you're not reading the yeah. word and you're not praying and you're not spending time with God. Mm-hmm. And like you, you have to do that where it's just, just sit down. Like there's so many resources online. I think so many people mm-hmm. are like, I don't know where to start. Where should I start reading the Bible? Like you can literally Google like, where's the best place to start reading the Bible mm-hmm. for a, a new Christian? There is things mm-hmm. on there. I think so, we sometimes forget, like, we mm-hmm. can literally get anything we need almost mm-hmm. on the internet. And so if you don't know what to read, look up something to read. Mm-hmm. Read a verse. Download the Bible app. Read the verse of the day to start. Like, mm-hmm. just a small portion of time. We've talked about this a lot. Like, it, you don't have to have some two-hour conversation with God. Right. Like, literally give them five minutes a day, and then that's going to grow if you're faithful in that. Like, if you spend a week doing five minutes, they'd be like, that's, this is easy. Mm-hmm. I can do 10 minutes. And then you just build on that. And it's like, read a, a verse. Read a few verses. Mm-hmm. Okay, now read a passage. Read a chapter a day. Like, mm-hmm. And then just, I think it's, some people are like, what do I do? How do I read the Bible? How am I going to learn, you know, to hear from God? It's like, read a portion. Think about what does this say about God? Mm-hmm. What does this say about me? And then what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. And I think a majority of scripture can be applied in that way. I yeah. think there's some scripture you'd be like, what does this even mean? And mm-hmm. then you can look it up and there's still going to be something to mm-hmm. apply probably. But something I've learned is what does it say about God? What does it say about me? Mm-hmm. And then what can I do? How can I apply this to my life is a good three kind of questions to ask when you're reading the Bible. Right. And so take a passage, go to the New Testament, just start reading in Matthew and like mm-hmm. 
read a, a just a chunk of scripture or whatever and then mm-hmm. ask those questions write it down maybe just think mm-hmm. about it sit there and just reflect on it and that's i think practically that's just what it looks like mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be some big thing some scary thing it's just like start somewhere and just mm-hmm. read yeah just read scripture and, a lot of people and see what happens a lot of people will shy away even people that have been believers for a while they'll still mm-hmm. shy away from their devotion and quiet time with the lord in the sense of like you hear this phrase a lot i just i don't ever feel like i'm understanding mm-hmm. what it's saying and that's understandable because yeah. there is a lot of scripture that is out there that can be like, wait, what? What did he yeah. just say? But that's uh, one of the most important things that I think you could do is get a commentary, get mm-hmm. a few commentaries so that you can look beyond the surface of what you're reading to understand the depth of God's word so mm-hmm. that it can be applied to your life. Yeah. Either, hey, this isn't talking about me, but it's wisdom that I can take and still apply to my life. Or, mm-hmm. hey, this this is specifically a commandment from Jesus to do now. Mm-hmm things like that. So if you're in a place and you feel like you're kind of stuck and you like kind of get frustrated because you feel like you can't understand scripture, there's resources available to you, a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Books a million even has some. Yeah. Lifeway you can still order online. Mm-hmm. There there are a thousand resources and if you're in our young adult ministry, you can approach me or Braden and mm-hmm. we can hook you up with some of the best resources yeah. that we know um, sure. that will help you understand scripture and help it illuminate your life in a new way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I think there's so a commentary is just like a book written oh, yeah, about sorry. the Bible, if you don't know. Yeah. But there's countless, countless, countless people that have like done the work <clears throat> for you already. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's like they read, they studied, and then they wrote something to help other people understand. <clears throat> and so like it's, I don't want to make it seem like, it's easy, come on, figure it out. Because like mm-hmm. it's, it's not easy. I know it can be like, where do I go? But it's like, just look up stuff. Go like and there's so many good resources that you can use mm-hmm. to help you understand the Bible. Um, you don't have to go write a commentary yourself. Like it shouldn't mm-hmm. be some big scary thing. Um, just read it because I think a lot of people who say they don't understand the Bible haven't read very much of it. Yeah, that's very and true. And they just assume they don't. Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, if you just start reading, there's a lot in the Bible that is like it's a story. Mm-hmm. It's it's very easy to mm-hmm. understand. And also, the Lord says the Holy Spirit is going to help us understand mm-hmm. when we're reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. And there's different translations to to figure that out. What mm-hmm. you know, what's easiest for you to understand? And so, just sit down and read, read the Bible for a few minutes. Usually, those people are probably in the Old Testament too. Mm-hmm. The Old Testament is just as just as fascinating as the mm-hmm. New Testament. Oh, yeah. But if you are a new believer, start with the Gospels mm-hmm. because those are it's one of the easiest passages or parts of Scripture to be able to understand because essentially it's just the story of Jesus, what he taught, what he spoke, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is applicable to our everyday lives and it's a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So start with the Gospels and then once you read the Gospels, reread the Gospels. Yeah. And then once you do that or whatever, I'm not trying to tell you what order to do it, just go based off of how you feel like the Lord is telling you to do. But if you decide, hey, I want to kind of venture out a little bit and I want to study Scripture, mm-hmm. all of Scripture, because my personal belief is is that all of Scripture is God-breathed and God-ordained. So there's something to be taken from every part of Scripture, mm-hmm. no matter where it's at. Old Testament, New Testament, the Levitical law, mm-hmm. the lineages, all of it is inspired by God. So yeah. it must, if it's important enough for God to put it in there, mm-hmm. so we need to understand it, we need to read it, we need yeah. to study it. So once you decide to venture out a little bit, get some commentaries, some books that from people that have interpreted and studied the scripture mm-hmm. for you. They studied the they studied the manuscripts and stuff like that. They've studied Jewish literature. They studied the 
the hermeneutics and the homiletics, that's another <laughs> Those term. Are big that, words. Big words <laughs> or whatever. It essentially just means interpretation and then teaching of the word. Mm. But there's a ton of people that have already done the work for you that yeah. you can help better understand the Gospels. So start with the Gospels. Yeah, but then that doesn't mean that you don't do any work. It just means that they've started it for you to make it easier, and now mm-hmm. you can do that and now interpret it how you think, like and mm-hmm. like obviously not just like how you feel or think, but like you read it, read those things, and that'll help you to be able to see what the Lord's speaking to you, mm-hmm. and that'll just help you be able to understand I think other scripture as well mm-hmm. is like you maybe won't always have to use a commentary after you start using it a little mm-hmm. bit, um, but it helps to really get started. Um, real quick, want to touch on on this is like prayer and prayer life. Mm-hmm. I think prayer life is kind of like a phrase thrown around, um, and it's like prayer life, like what? And it's basically just means like like what does it your time of prayer like how often how long like how real really not mm-hmm. how long how, raw. How, how yeah just how genuine is that time like in your mm-hmm. life like i don't want that prayer life like i don't want mm-hmm. that to sound like crazy or people do not understand that like it's just like what does it look like in your life praying like and is mm-hmm. it are you genuine are you praying you know once a month are you praying every day like what i think a strong prayer life looks like praying every day i think it's praying often um I think it's taking intentional time to go talk to God and and basically at prayer and like we could do a whole we could talk for hours just on prayer mm-hmm. um but like it's just conversation with God mm-hmm. and you're like well God doesn't speak back it's like just give him what mm-hmm. you got to talk about and like he's listening um and then yeah he's not going to audibly speak to you I don't want to say like he won't I don't want to put him in a box but um that usually doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. That happened back in the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, but not now. But like, man, just say some things, sit with it for a couple of minutes and just like just find some like peace in, in God's presence. Cause I think once you mm-hmm. start opening that conversation up to like intentional time talking to God, God's gonna be there mm-hmm. with you. Um and so just what do you do with your friends? Right. Tell them about your day. Like mm-hmm. tell God everything. God God wants to know everything about your life. Mm-hmm. The the deepest, darkest things. Um, mm-hmm. That you feel like you can't tell anybody, you can tell him the the fun thing that happened. Like you can tell everything to God, mm-hmm. um, and I think if you just start just start talking about your day, that's gonna like snowball effect into mm-hmm. like more real, raw, genuine prayer with him. Like where it gets to like some mm-hmm. nitty gritty, like how you're feeling, what's going on. Yeah, and, like, I think you just gotta get the ball rolling sometimes. And be like, God, thank you for today. Yeah. You know, just start with a basic thing, and then yeah. I think. It well, some people's roll. response to that too will be like, why would I need to tell God everything about my life when mm-hmm. he already knows? Yeah, It's the simple fact, and I want to be careful with the scripture, this particular scripture says you have not because you ask not. Mm-hmm. So some people would take that and be like, you don't have a Ferrari because yeah. you don't ask the Lord for it. That's a, not a, in, in no. any way, shape, form, or fashion what that scripture is saying. Mm-mm. That can mean a variety of things. You have mm-hmm. not because you ask not. You have no peace because you asked for no peace. Mm-hmm. You have no wisdom because you don't ask the Lord for wisdom. Yeah. Well, the Lord knows I want wisdom. Why do I have to tell him? Because he wants that connection for you. Yeah. For you. Mm-hmm. He wants you to be able to swallow your pride in yourself and come to the Lord and say, hey, I need wisdom because I recognize I'm not wise in my own thinking. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be big. doesn't have to be scary. Uh, quiet time, devotion time, prayer life, all these things is just intentional time where you're spending with God, reading scripture, talking to him. Um, and yeah, that's just ba- like, it's it's basic. And we, I think sometimes we- um, Overcomplicate. For, we overcomplicate and yeah. we forget that people 
don't always know the basics coming in right away. Right. So that's all we got today, Lance. Thank you so much for uh, coming on um, and sharing with this. Hopefully this was uh, good for some people Mm -hmm. and um, maybe you already knew this, but hopefully it was a good reminder um, for you as well. Um, And hopefully we can, you know, as a church, as a body of believers do better Mm -hmm. at at giving these thoughts and ideas and, and practicalities to people who are new to the faith. So Thank you guys for tuning in, for watching, or for listening um, on whatever platform you're on. That's all I got. Lance, what you got? Peace out. Peace. (laughs)